Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting-edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, that's good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. This is James P. Friel. I am super excited for today's show. And uh, as you guys know, I have an amazing co-host. His name is Dean Holland. He rides in on a noble steed every day when we do this podcast. How in the world are you today? Every day with you, James, is a great day. How could I not be awesome? Yeah, and just so you guys know, uh, Dean's increased his rates. Uh, I have to pay him to say that. So, <laughs> did you just confirm my my comment there? Did you say yeah, that is true? Every day, me as old. I did. Well, why shouldn't I? You gave me a plug. I might as well run with it. <laughs> and how are you, by the way? Doing amazing. Uh, really amazing. Things are great, and uh, I'm super excited for the show today. You know, like we have had the the fortune of having so many amazing guests on the show so far. And then our lineup for this year is like, just it just blows my mind how, how many cool people we get a chance to talk to. But one of the things I especially enjoy is when we have a guest on the show who I actually know really well. Right. Um, you know, because I love meeting new people, but I also love bringing people on who I have a relationship with and, you know, who've made a difference in my business and mine and their, and me and theirs and all that stuff. And, so today's guest, I'm super excited. I, I didn't even realize he was on the on the roster until uh, Tara messaged me and said, "Hey, your show is uh, your show's tomorrow." I was like, "Who's it with?" And she said, "It's the none other than David Asarno." David, welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks guys for having me. Oh man, we're so excited about this, and uh, I hope that you'll uh, you'll agree with me um, that Dean is definitely the lesser of the two hosts on this show, <laughs> and it's just a great. <laughs> No, you're picking on him, and you, and I had just assumed he was going to be picking on your beard before we started today. <laughs> oh, see, it already starts with the beard. Well, there we go. <laughs> but, but but I told you, at least it's not gray. Right. It can't be gray because it's almost non-existent now. He's barely called a beard. It's more a B. <laughs> right, it, without the rest of the letters. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> so, uh, so in all seriousness, David, we're super excited that you're on the show today. Like, I know... A lot of people, you know, want to get good at marketing and they strive to, uh, you know, strive to really improve their skills in marketing and everything. And then, and then you've got somebody like you and we'll, we'll talk about the awards and stuff that you've won in just a little bit, but you've made a real study of becoming not just, not just like marketing theory, but actually like implementing things. I guess I'll talk about your awards right now. Like David, I don't know if you know Dean. Um, you know, Russell and ClickFunnels have this two comma club award and David has won the funnels that he's built for himself and for his clients. He's won more two comma club awards than anybody else. Well, I'll say that in, that is certified. I don't know if I'm sure there's people who have had four funnels or more that have done a million dollars. Actually, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure either. So whatever. They're not on the show right now and you are. So we'll just <laughs> 
the man of the hour, David. <laughs> That's right. And uh, and he's recently won Marketer of the Year. Uh, so so David, like, how on earth did you get into marketing in the first place? Like, where where did this come from? Is this something you've always done, or something you just like honed over time? Oh my gosh, it's it's funny that you're asking this question, and it came to me. I was uh, speaking about marketing and funnels at a doctor's conference in November. And lo and behold, James, you were at my house. So, you know, I like keep everything, right? Mm -hmm. And I had a, a portfolio that was sitting behind me when I was writing this presentation. And for some reason, I turned around, I unzipped this old, it's an old style art portfolio. And I had marketing that I worked on with my grandfather when I was just a kid for his business. And then I had marketing that I did for my fraternity in college, trying to get new pledges. And then I had for the University of Florida, I actually uh, had graduated with a degree in advertising. And I used to work in the advertising office doing their layout and design the old fashioned way where you actually laid it out. You had to cut film, shoot the film, the pages. And so when I look at it, I've been in marketing my whole life. To me, as I grew up, I looked at marketing as really the psychology of why people take actions or advertise the psychology of why people buy. And so it's been a passion of mine since I've been a kid. I loved it. Always have. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't know that. I didn't know you were, you were like so geeked out on it for, for so much of your, uh, your life and your career. Well, it's interesting because I graduated with a, a degree in advertising. I worked a little bit in advertising in New York. However, none of the agencies that I applied for, the big agencies, would hire me. I didn't get a job. I moved back to Florida. I bummed around for a few years, got a job in sales in Atlanta, and then I ended up building a $45 million division for a company uh, seven years later. And then I started a franchise company. And when I started the franchise company, I realized as a franchisor, you're basically a marketing and advertising and coaching and training organization for your franchisees. And we grew that to our top 15 ranked top franchise. And after that is is when I, I started Business Nitrogen. That's awesome. So so before we talk about all the success, I want to go back. Like, why why wouldn't those agencies hire you? Like, what, what reasons did they give? I'm super curious to hear. I think it's because I went into the interviews with parachute pants and a t-shirt. <laughs> well, it was the 80s, right? It was actually, yeah, it was the 90s. I'm, I'm joking about the parachute pants. Uh, who knows? Um, it, it may. There's a good chance Dean's wearing parachute pants right now. So I was trying to... <laughs> <laughs> You're actually both wrong. I'm, I'm completely naked. I'm wearing nothing for this call. <laughs> And that just gave me a really bad visual, <laughs> you Dean. You can see the faces of my team. I have glass walls in this office. <laughs> <laughs> There's a special waiver that Dean's employees have to sign. He just acknowledges the, the, uh, the nature of the way he likes to work. He just likes to be free. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. I'm all about the freedom. Yeah. So really, like, why, why, do, why do you think they, uh, they didn't hire you in those, in those roles, which turned out to be a good thing for you? But I don't really know. Maybe it was my experience. Maybe I, I wasn't a skilled interviewer. Who knows why? Maybe I lost my New Jersey accent a little bit too much, so I didn't fit in New York City. <laughs> we really don't know why. However, I am in full belief that everything happens for a reason. And I had an unbelievably, if, if I worked in advertising, I may have been, you know, a top award winner in advertising. I believe that I probably would have. However, I wouldn't have gotten the practical business experience 
that I did and working in so many different areas from sales and marketing and client services and, and being able to pioneer something that people said wasn't possible for a company that I worked for. I believe that it happened because I needed to be involved in the business world. So, you know, where I'm great at marketing, I built a lot of businesses and I've helped a lot of client build businesses. So I believe everything worked out perfectly as it was supposed to. Totally. Well, I can't imagine like, you know, knowing you, I can't imagine you like in any other role that you're in right now. Like you're so, you just ooze like marketing intelligence. And one of the things I want to make sure that we get into on this, on this show today is, you know, having seen so many different businesses, having marketed so many different products and services and all these different things and, you know, the awards and all this other stuff, like, can you boil it down to the simple question, like, what is good marketing? Like, what is it? I can say it in one word. Connection. Awesome. So like, so, so take that and run with it a little bit. I want, I want people to really understand what that means. So many people come to me, especially nowadays and say, Hey, I want to hire you to build a million dollar funnel. And I say, awesome. Tell me about your product. Tell me your your service. Oh, I'm just getting started, but I hear you build million dollar funnel. So I want to hire you. I'm like, okay, (laughs) here's the interesting thing. And, and, you gave me a tour of ClickFunnels office last week and I just saw an email yesterday. There's 220 funnels that did a million dollars or more since they've started, or at least it had been submitted. And there's hundreds of thousands, if not millions of funnels built. So why does one funnel convert and make a million dollars and one doesn't? And I, I look at it this way. A funnel is a framework. It doesn't matter. It, I mean, they all are essentially the same. There's a few different models that we can do. And so if we think about it, the word is connection. Why does one person have success and another doesn't? One person connects with their audience. One understands their audience so well and is able to put value in front of them that they want to engage. They start building a relationship. They're willing to do the things that others are not. It's not just the funnel. It's all the things outside of the funnel that help create the success. I mean, that's when I look at connection. How well are you able to connect with your audience? And if what you do doesn't work, don't give up. Figure out what do you need to do to connect with your audience? So if I'm, I have this goal, I have this desire to build an amazing marketing and sales funnel, and I don't feel like I, I have that connection yet, like how do, how do you create that? Well, through a process of really, for me, it's getting to understand the person and their audience. Actually, you and I went through this process a little bit sitting at my dining room table, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And one of the things that's unique, if you think about it, as far as entrepreneurs that are getting going, you have a very unique opportunity in in helping people put systems in place. One of the things entrepreneurs have in general is ADDDDDDDD going on all over the place. And they are, are visionaries. They dream a lot and they have a hard time staying focused. They have a hard time managing, coaching their team. So when we understand that, you've got a great cheat sheet that you're giving away. And I'm going to speak with you in particular because that way I can have a particular example. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. So when when you and I looked at your metrics and we looked at everything that was going on, you were getting a really good engagement with your message on the front end. And then the question is, well, how do you get more conversion once you get that first opt-in? What could you do differently? So we started asking a lot of questions and figuring it out. And you got some unbelievably amazing case studies 
on results that you've had for people and people who have worked with you, including myself, absolutely love working with you because of changing how we think and how our business operates so we can scale it in a different format. So understanding that one of the things that you and I did, I said, okay, here's what you have now. Why don't we look at doing this a little bit differently and highlighting the things that are going to make an impact right away when people opt in, they see you know, the impact that you've made for people that they know or people that they've heard of and how you've changed their business, how you change their life. And all of a sudden, what do people want? It, they want that in their business. So really, it's it's making sure there's a message to market match that you're putting in front of your potential audience. Hmm. So simple, but also powerful. It is simple. And that's the big challenge that I, everyone's always looking for the next thing. Everything, everyone's looking for that magic wand, that silver bullet. And simplicity is key. I mean, it's so funny. I did a, a, a diagram um, that showed, I have a, you know, a funnel that I'll, I'll show people when I'm speaking that will show a, a hundred thousand dollar funnel and then a half a million dollar funnel and then a million dollar funnel. And then I have a, a client that did over $10 million. And you know what the difference between the $10 million funnel and the hundred thousand dollar funnel? What? Simplicity. Mm-hmm. It's a few pages. However, the ad that went out connected with the audience, the video on the landing page connected with the audience, the message that client put out there, ongoing following up connected with the audience. People bought into a vision. They bought into a movement. And because of that, the client built a following and a tribe. Yeah, that's really interesting. In fact, Dean, you and I were talking just a little bit earlier this year, I think, about um, about simplicity and the importance of that. Definitely. Yeah. Funny enough, I've actually... Uh, titled this year here in my business, the year of simplicity. I actually tore apart everything we did and I made made sure that everything that we were about to do for the whole of this year fitted on one piece of paper. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you mentioned that, that Dean, a friend of mine was I was talking to was telling me about a conversation that he had with a billionaire. And he said that if your business, your business plan won't fit on a napkin, you're overcomplicating it. Oh, no. Oh, I went a little too big then. I, I did a A4 piece of paper. I need to shrink this down. <laughs> and, and, and you're making me think, I thought I've simplified this year. Now I got to yeah. get simpler. <laughs> yeah. I've overcomplicated my simplification. But yeah, no, completely agree. And I think this is one of the this is one of the areas that I think all business owners struggle with. And I think like at least at least my own perception of this, when I look at the way I've behaved and the things that I've done, I get very excited about starting new things. I don't necessarily feel that same buzz from seeing something through all the way to the end. And I think for that, if I look at myself in the past, I've started tons of projects. Nothing's been fully completed. Everything's doing okay. But you look at it all, if you laid it all out on one canvas, it's just a complete mess with too much going on and too many different directions. So when I think like now we've cut all that stuff off and we say, what are the exact steps that we want to take to achieve that outcome in the quickest and best possible way? And now things things are just great, to be honest. I, I feel happier as a person, let alone the business growing better. Well, focus, I mean, Napoleon Hill talked about it um, in Thinking Grow Rich. However, it's singular focus, very massive action. And that's why you've heard riches, there's riches in niches. If you want to have success, get really focused in on one thing and get it implemented. And, you know, hey, 
you're no different than I am. I'm, I'm a shiny object syndrome type of guy. However, <laughs> I come up with, if I want something implemented, I've got a team of people up to, I have 16 people on my team with different people having different roles. And I say, okay, here's what we're doing. Here's why we're doing it. Here's what I need you to do. Here's, tell me what I need to do to support you and let's get it implemented. What's your process when you sit down with somebody for the first time? Like, you know, you gave the example of the conversation that we had, but like when somebody comes to you and says, okay, hey, I know you've built all these, you know, all these amazing funnels, you've done all this. What are the questions that you're asking them that, you know, for everybody listening can start asking for themselves as they try to understand their audience better and develop that connection better? And then how that evolves into actually building, building something. Sure, absolutely. Here's an interesting thing, and it may sound like a really strange question. I'll ask people, what's your why? I'll ask them, what are they doing? Why are they doing it? What makes them tick? And the reason I want to know that, there's two different types of clients. One, I'm building a funnel for, we're building a marketing piece, conversion piece. And there's many clients who wants to see it through and do every little bit and component from the, from the, the funnel, the traffic conversion and work with an ongoing basis. And if that's the case, I need to know what makes them tick. Why are they doing what they're doing? What drives them? Because guess what? Things are going to get challenging. Things are not always going to be rosy. And it's very easy for people to quit. It's very people to say this isn't working or that's not working and not being willing to see it through. So really, if I could give anyone advice, why are you doing what you're doing? What makes you tick? Are you willing to see it through? Are you willing to be self-reflecting on yourself and seeing what you can do to continue to continue to improve every single day to get better results? And then once we understand why they're doing what they're doing, What's their niche? What's their market? How do they fit into that market? Why are they different than everyone else? How do they position themselves differently? Because if you're going to be the exact same, you're going to blend into a crowd. So you need to make yourself different. You need to stand out. So what is that niche? Okay. And then this is something interesting. And I learned about this from my grandfather when I was growing up in his business is he knew, and, and maybe he used to know his competition. Who else is his competition in his in his city, in his county, in his state? So one of the things I often recommend people do, and I ask questions, is who is your competition? What are they doing to be successful? Where are they buying ads? What ads are they buying? Um, what ads are they running over and over and over again? Because that may give us a little bit of a clue. And by the way, this is competitive intelligence to understand your niche a little bit more. Is there is it a niche that I can get a buyer's list that I can focus in on? Follow everyone in your niche. Opt in. Buy their products. And I said, yes, buy their products. I'll give you an example. I bought a product two days ago just because I wanted to see their entire funnel flow, their upsells, their downsells, if I didn't buy. And why? I wanted to hack their funnel. I knew that this company in the past year and a half went from not zero to a million, but zero to nearly a billion dollars. And I wanted to understand everything that they're doing. I wanted to see how they're thinking. I wanted to see what their messaging, their communication was. So, you know, understand everything about your competition. I mean, there's tools out there. I mean, some things are free. I mean, I'll give you an example. What are people searching? Use Google Keyword Planner. Mm-hmm. It's free. Right. Mm-hmm. And it gives you so much darn information on what people are interested in. 
um, just so, so sort of to go back to one of the things that you said, you said, you, you know, you've got to be different. You've got to know how, how you are different and stuff like that. I feel like a lot of people have trouble with that piece. Um, like they, you know, they, they want to do something, you know, maybe they, they're dialed into their why they're like, okay, I want to make a difference for this community or I want to make a difference for my family or my lifestyle or like whatever their why happens to be. And, yeah. and, and then they get to their thing and their thing is sort of like this amoeba and it doesn't have a lot of shape around it. And it's hard for them to describe and they can't talk about why it's different or why it's unique. Is there a way that you think about how to bring out the unique features or, or attributes of something that to help people sort of get to that place? A lot of it is feel and a conversation with them and asking them questions. If they can't, uh, if they can't articulate it, I'm going to ask them questions. Well, why are you different than this person? I'm going to ask them tough questions. Why would I buy from you over someone else? How are you going to serve me differently? And through really making people think, I'll come up with ways that they can do things differently. I have a new client that that just signed that's coming on board. We're going to be meeting later this week. And last week while I was in California, I had a, a call with him at, at about 6 a.m., a video conference call. And I did the exact same thing with him because he has a product that he has one, number one selling on Amazon and he wants to create a market in a niche. And I was asking, why are you different? And he started getting, I mean, when I, and I do video calls. So I can see their emotions. I can see if they're creating a story here's what happened. His eyes lit up when I started asking him the, uh, he started talking about the care and attention and details that he puts in his product. He's not just getting it made over in China. He told me about his manufacturing process, what he does, does why it's different than everyone else and why the feedback and the messaging and the communication he's getting from the clients who actually buy from him. And through that, I'm like, okay, I got an idea. And so I'm like, what if you did this? He's like, oh, no one else is doing that. I said, what if we added this into your offering as well? He said, oh, that would be really cool. So it's, I really feed off the energy of the person that I'm speaking with and understanding their passion and where are they passionate? Why are they passionate? And what little tweaks and wrinkles that we can put into something that may seem like a commodity. I'll give you an example. I worked for a, I worked in the plastic packaging industry for 12 years. I'm talking about manufacturing plastic cups, containers, deli containers, right? I mean, there's not much difference. I got in front of McDonald's on a cold call that said, give me 15 minutes in person to show you how I'm different from everyone else. And I've got an idea for McDonald's that will literally change how you think about everything. If you don't like what you see in that 15 minutes, kick me out of your office and you'll never hear from me again. You'll never get another FedEx, never get another phone call or an email. What works for you? Okay. Now we're talking about plastic packaging back then, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, McDonald's, I mean, by the way, they've got the best lead magnet ever out there. It's a hamburger. They make eight cents on a hamburger and yet it's a big iconic company because they have all the other things they offer with it. So next time you think about hamburger, think lead magnet. Okay. But when I got in front of them, I had an idea. McDonald's does, and I used to eat that stuff back then. I don't any longer. I mean, they have Ronald McDonald. They have the best marketing. They had the colors, the graphics, the visuals. I came up with the idea that what if they actually embossed the M on the side of, of their containers and cups? And when people now that all of a sudden they put kinesthetic in there. And I talked about this in a marketing sense. And I said, what if you actually did this? And by the way, I've created a mock-up to show you. 
that got me a, a, a meeting in front of their entire McDonald's entire product development committee, and they moved forward with the project. Hmm. So why? A, it was a plastic container. How did I differentiate myself? I came up with a new idea that, frankly, in my mind, wasn't revolutionary. It put a different wrinkle on something that they were doing, and it helped me separate myself out from everyone else and gave me an opportunity to not only get my foot in the door, but in a month and a half, they became a million-plus-dollar client. Man, that's such a cool story. I mean, and that just goes to show, like, no matter what you're selling, if you can sell, if you can differentiate a plastic container, you can differentiate anything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Seriously, um, I, I still have the drawings in the present PowerPoint presentation I did back then. And that was back, oh my gosh, that was probably about 15 years ago. Yeah, that's that's so amazing. I, I think like I think about that. And when I was <clears throat> when I was in banking and we were working on, you know, selling more. Uh, so I was, you know, head of digital strategy and we were trying to figure out how do we get people to buy more checking accounts and savings accounts. I remember at the time thinking, man, this is such a boring product to sell. You know, every bank has a checking account and then pretty much all you just put your money in there and that you put more in and it's like all this, right? And there was very little differentiation. But what we found was we went after creating an amazing customer experience and that it was it was easy to navigate. It was really easy to do all the different things that you'd want to do. And that and really easy to open your account. Like we made that whole thing easier. So even though we were selling something that was very similar, we made the buying process so much more enjoyable and pleasurable. And then the using experience, uh, you know, we did the same thing there. And and that like we doubled, we doubled ourselves just by changing the experience of interacting with the product, even though the product was the same thing. I love what you're talking about. There's always a different way to innovate uh, and differentiate if you're really willing to get passionate about what you're doing. Oh, you've got to be passionate. I mean, it's hard to believe I was actually passionate. I was just having this conversation with someone the other day. I can't believe how passionate I was about plastic packaging and containers. And I truly, truly believe that we were different than someone else. In fact, I mean, we came up with the idea and I helped launch out um, PLA, which is polylithic acid, which is corn cups. You see it out there as greenware today. That was an idea and a concept that we came up with and we launched that out. And now that's, I mean, obviously think green, you know, it's a huge industry now. So cool. Uh, Dean, I think, was trying to chime in and say something else. (laughs) (laughs) You caught me again. You caught me again. I did. I did. (laughs) (laughs) But I think you just said something pretty cool there, David, actually, because I think some people I seem to see, like they seem to struggle to find that passion in individual products. Like, Like what you just said there, James, you know, sometimes you are actually genuinely faced with a product that could seem very boring. But I think something you just mentioned there, David, it's about having the belief in in that product and in what you're doing and conveying that passion around it. So I think that's awesome. It sort of makes sense, like hearing that thought process now, why your first question when you're talking to somebody is what's your why, right? Because you're ta- you're going straight in saying, okay, t- tell me what you're like passionate about, what you're excited about and all that, because that's is like really like the foundation that's going to radiate out and, and help you find those hooks to, uh, to get other people just as passionate and, and, and as interested. 
Because people buy into you. I mean, no matter if you're a product, a service, a concept, an idea, it doesn't matter. They're buying into the person that they're seeing. They're buying into the person that's hearing. And how good are you at communicating the message? It's interesting. As you know, I've hacked probably 30 plus million dollar and a hundred million dollar funnels. Okay. Why? The funnel and the templates are very similar. I love seeing how the, these very successful entrepreneurs differentiate themselves. It gives me ideas. And when I start speaking with clients, we're able to ask better questions on how they could do something. Because if you want to be successful, model someone who's successful. Successful. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You've got to understand why the most successful people connect with their audience and connect with your audience. It's, it's that simple. Yeah. And it's, and, and something else just to point out for, you know, just to say it because it's, it needs to be said over and over and over again. I was talking with Russell Brunson yesterday and he was showing me like all the courses that, that he's gone through and all the studying that he's done to become great at marketing. And then hearing you say, you know, I've gone through all these different funnels and I'm like analyzing it and trying to figure out how are they establishing that connection? You know, I think the thing that occurs to me is anyone who becomes truly uh, remarkable in what they do is a student of that thing. And, right. and I think that's one of the things that I, lo- I love about having you on the show here today is that you're, a, you're a student of this and anyone who's listening can totally hear that passion and excitement in your voice about like, okay, like what's the next distinction that I'm going to be able to use to like, you know, build the next million or multi-million dollar funnel or how am I going to like, find that nuance that's going to help me create more of a connection is because you're just passionate about studying this stuff and then, and then sharing that and implementing it. I'm passionate about the people that I'm working with too, that to help them have the success, to have them, have them have that breakthrough. Yeah, that's awesome. I think the, uh, I think the passion, the excitement is it's contagious, right? And I think that's what you're, that's what you're saying too. When, you know, when you're working with somebody, you want to find out what, what about them is going to be contagious and creating that connection with their people. Absolutely. So, so let me ask you this. Let me shift gears real quick. If people want to connect with you, um, obviously you've got a, you've got a great agency. You've got you know all these cool things that you're doing. How how would they how would they reach out? How would they get in touch? Um, is that something that you like even open for taking clients right now? I know you're a pretty busy guy. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, one, I want to give away. So, if if with your permission. I'll- if people want to get a hold of me or just check out some of the work that we've done, they can go to businessnitrogen.com. Can I give a free little giveaway? Yeah, that'd be amazing. So I didn't prepare for this in the sense that this is not specifically designed for this. However, when I was up for marker of the, of the year and I had over 1,500 you know, digital marketers voting, I created an ethical bribe. And I gave away something for free, which is I, I created a top seven-figure funnel hacking secrets, little things to do, and I gave it away for free. Now, here's the cool thing. Anyone who opts into this funnel while it's still open uh, will also get a one of a, a funnel hack, the exact click funnels template of a of a seven figure funnel. So it's vote for david.net. Voting's over. I, I won. Get, just put it out there. I, I won. <laughs> However, the funnel, the funnel is still out there. So if you go to vote for david.net and you opt in, you'll instantly get emailed the the top seven figure funnel hacking secrets. 
That's awesome. And I just love, I love that competitive spirit. You're like, listen, I won, but it's cool if you still keep casting. I'm not, I'm okay with you, you don't have to cast the boat. That's done. But you can have the, the giveaway that I use as my ethical bribe. It's kind of funny. My wife was asking me, ethical bribe, that doesn't sound nice. I said, honey, it's, it's a marketing term. It's sort of like, it's sort of like, hey, if you vote for me, I'm also going to give you, I'm going to give you this, whether you vote for me or not. However, if you vote for me, I'm going to give you this. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, you know what? Dean and I are going to vote for you anyway, even though the voting is over. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I, I always think it. you'll struggle, though, because I don't want to rain on the parade, but my mom says I'm the best marketer in the world, and she says never to listen to anyone else who says different. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you call her mom and I call mine mom. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't help that you say things wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, awesome. So, Dean, what, uh, what parting thoughts do you have today? Well, my parting thoughts would just be that, um, like you just said there, James, David, it's clear that you are just very, very passionate with what you do. And I think one of the big takeaways that I would say for people listening to this is to really you know, invest the time in immersing yourself to, to really be that student of, of what it is that you're looking to master. Like, you know, clearly you've spent a heck of a lot of time, resources going through other peoples that have mastered this stuff. And you've gone through that to see what little tips and things that you can, you know, take and, and impart in your business. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of people probably don't do enough of. So I think that's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. yeah and, and, uh, and if you uh, feel so inclined to post a picture or two of the uh, things you found in that portfolio, I would love to, uh, I would love to see that. I love, I just love <laughs> seeing that evolution. I'm more than happy to share with you. You know this. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. So uh, anyway, David, um, such a pleasure having you on the show, man. Uh, I really, really uh, am glad you took the time. And and you guys, you know, who are listening, you know, go check out David's stuff. You know what? Like he's he's one of the people that, you know, practices what he preaches. He's a constant student of, of learning this stuff. And anyone who gets the opportunity to work with him, I think is, is definitely uh, going to have a leg up on their competition. So David, have a great, uh, have a great day, man. Thanks so much for joining Dean and I. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, and so, uh, so that's that's a wrap today, you guys. We'll uh, we'll see you next time on another episode of Just Tips. Later. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to get free from the day-to-day operations of your business while making more money, visit me at jamespfreel.com forward slash autopilot. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license.